Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. A teenager didn't do her online schoolwork, so a judge sent her to juvenile detention. Wow. (laughs) That's what it's come to. Somebody, okay, so the COVID thing happens. They start doing online school. Yep. The online homework was not done. Right. Mm-hmm. And a judge decided the best thing to do was to send her to juvenile detention center, where presumably she'll catch COVID. Um, <laughs> she'll have plenty of time to do the homework, though. Yes, plenty of plenty of time while she's you know coughing and wheezing and you know uh, all sorts of other. I suspect things. that the uh, education in the juvenile detention center is substandard. I suspect so I, as well. I suspect that they they don't have one. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and call all the government education substandard. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, pretty safe to say it's not really even education. It is definitely day I think prison. they're getting educated, sure. It's this, to some Kids level. Kids will I mean, educate themselves. It doesn't matter what you do with them. They will get some level true. of education. Yeah. Uh, they're going to uh, you know, make that happen. But government but schools make it less fun and less interesting. Government schools, um, you know, by and large, this is me saying, you know, 90 plus percent of the time, the worst school for, the wor- for a given grade in a given geographic area is going to be a government school. Yeah. Yep. Well, we know that uh, the United States government based their education system on the Prussian system, which was designed to churn out obedient workers as fast as possible. Family court can come in whenever there is a juvenile involved mm-hmm. for whatever. And like, and they have less oversight than regular court. True. So like, they can basically do whatever the heck they want, mm. whenever the heck they want. And there's not a lot you can do about it, even if you go, even if you have a bunch of money and you hire the best lawyers and all that kind of stuff, because regular law doesn't pertain to family court. Well, here's what you can do about this. I mean, here's the solution before we even get into any of the details is get your kids out of government school. Agreed. Because if this young person was being homeschooled or unschooled or even at a private school, the odds that the judge is going to find out about any kind of school related violation is very, very slim. So anyway, let's go on with the story. What what I'm imagining is going to tell us why she was on probation in the first place. Pontiac, Michigan, one afternoon in mid-June, uh, Charisse drove up to the checkpoint at the Children's Village Juvenile Detention Center in suburban Detroit, desperate to be near her daughter. It had been a month since she had last seen her when a judge found the girl had violated probation and sent her to the facility during the pandemic. The girl, Grace, hadn't broken the law again, The 15-year-old wasn't in trouble for fighting with her mother or stealing the issues that had gotten her placed on probation in the first place. Fighting with her mother and And stealing? stealing. Presumably physically fighting. You know, you are one talented individual. I just want to let you know that. The captain is a talented individual. There's no doubt. I've been told I have many talents. Yeah. Who needs Patrick Mahomes when we have you, huh? Who? I don't know who that is. He's talking about the the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, What's like going to happen with the NFL this year? I, I predict, right, and I've predicted this uh, recently to some coworkers of mine in my my day job. Uh, not that Free Talk Live isn't you know a great job, but mm-hmm. you know I have two jobs. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, I predicted there will be no NFL. Really? I hope that there is, but like I'm predicting no, this. I, I think they're gonna have I'm predicting to do something. I'm predicting this in hopes that like reverse psychology works. Now I heard that uh, that the baseball season has been shortened. 
that it's supposed to start yeah. shortly I, and is not going to be as long. The as NFL is already is already talking about like an opt out clause for all players. So if any player is like. Yeah, you know, I just don't want to risk it. Uh-huh. They can go ahead and opt out. And They're worried about COVID when they should be worried well, about getting their head cracked open. I mean, there's so many probably, different things that happen to these well, guys right, that well, damages that's the them. The thing is, is that they're not playing in front of an audience. They're probably not going to get as much money or something's going on. I can tell you, not be as an much audience much, at home. Not as much money will be made right. by the NFL this year. Probably. So players yeah. may not make as much money. Why is it when Republicans get nervous? It always is a disaster, man. And they keep It's a disaster no matter who's in office, dude. Yeah. I mean, Barack Obama dropped bombs on innocent people too, you know. Like a doctor. Trump bombs people too. Trump bombs people too. Yeah, that's what I said. Jerome, listen to what I said. Barack Obama dropped bombs too. That means that, yes, Trump drops bombs. Uh, Bush dropped a bunch of bombs. Clinton dropped some bombs. So they're all liars. They're all scum. All of them. <laughs> look, just President admit it. Obama's not scum, okay? Well, look. How many Barack kids does he have to kill to be scum? Look, I don't know. How man. many kids? How many, how many dead children have to be lying on the ground in uh, the Middle East, cradled by bef- their mothers, before you'll admit? You shouldn't have to do that. You before- shouldn't have to do that at all. They shouldn't. You shouldn't. That's cruel. That's cruel. You they don't have, have to. Do have to. They don't have to. He didn't have to authorize those bombing raids. He could have pulled those troops out of there, but he didn't. And he didn't close Guantanamo either. He said he was going to in his campaign and he then did. didn't. He also said he was going to put online for everybody to review every new law that came in under his guide and did nothing of the sort. Mm-hmm. Teenagers, just by definition, going through puberty are troubled, mm-hmm. right? Once you start you know, having those things go you know, happen to your body, I mean, that's a, an interesting time in everybody's life, I think. For sure. But she was incarcerated in May for violating her probation uh, by not completing her online coursework when her school switched to remote learning. Uh, Because of the confidentiality of juvenile court cases, it's impossible to determine how unusual this situation is. But attorneys and advocates in Michigan and elsewhere say they are unaware of any other case involving the detention of a child for failing to meet academic requirements. I want to just interrupt here with the idea that it's impossible. They said it's impossible to determine details about the case, basically. Isn't that what they just uh, said there? Yeah. Uh, it's not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. So you can't just show up at a juvenile detention hearing and attend that as right. a member of the public. And I think F- unless, FOIA doesn't apply to juveniles as well. It certainly doesn't. Um, unless the juvenile person would like people to come to their hearing. So I understand it. Now, this may be different in other states, right? I'm not giving legal advice. This is my understanding here in New Hampshire. If you're 15 years old and you've got a court date and you're like, well, I'd like my video cameraman to come in here and record this hearing. Can you, if you're, they should should have to allow you to do that. The harsh words here against uh, uh, the re- school resource officers and stuff. Because I remember the one in my school. Um, they had one when you were in school. Yep. Really? Yep. Wow. I thought they started that when I was in class uh, of high eight, 1989. There was a school resource officer. I didn't have. That, was that the first year they put him in? No. Bayshore High School, Um, I mean, it had been years. Interesting. Uh, He had been there for years. But I will say this. Hmm. Of the people who have been arrested and of the people who went to jail and of the people who went to prison, a remarkable number of them were at one point, usually right before they were arrested, in the proximity of a police officer. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself, do you want to send your teenager 
I mean, these aren't the people that are known for making the greatest decisions in the world to a place where a police officer is employed to be every day. Um, when it came to the private school that I went to prior to this public school, mm-hmm. I did not have an officer on duty. Did they have any security at all? No. And any um, any issue was handled by the uh, principal or the vice principal. Right. And it was handled within the school. And if there were a private school that, for whatever reason, had the need to hire security, they would hire private security agents, likely, and they would handle things within the school. What else do we need to know about the story? Uh, The decision, they say, flies in the face of recommendations from the legal and education communities (laughs) (laughs) that have urged leniency and prioritization of children's health and safety amid the crisis. I don't think it mentioned, at least if it did, I don't recall... What was the actual sentence? We know that they were the girl was sent to juvie for violating the probation, but was it for 10 days, 30 days? Uh, was there some amount of time on this, or was it till she gets the schoolwork done? You know, what was the actual... We, they haven't actually yeah. said... Okay, I didn't they, know if I'd missed it. I'm trying to remember if they mentioned it. I have read the whole article, yeah. but... Um, uh, it flies in the face of all the other stuff. Uh, the case may also reflect some experts... And Grace's mother believe systemic racial bias. Mm. Grace is black in a predominantly white community and in a county where a disproportionate percentage of black youth are involved with the juvenile justice system. Okay. This isn't uncommon. Uh, across the country, teachers, parents, and students have struggled with the upheaval caused by the months long school closures. School districts have documented tens of thousands of students who failed to log in or complete their homework. From the people I've uh, spoken with who've had unschooled and who've done like Sudbury education, which is basically unschooling in a classroom. Well, I've done unschooling, and Uh, I'm telling you it's not right for everybody. Okay, I'm sure it's not right for everybody. I'm sure there's somebody who needs to have a man or woman standing in front of them telling them things. Uh, But for the most part, as you said before, Mark, most people, children, are going to learn stuff. They're going to learn. Because they are driven to learn if given the opportunity to naturally decide on their own what to learn in what order. Right. And this or is, they're going to fail in life. This is, what you're talking about, Ian, is like charter schools, right? Where no, like, unschooling is the idea of well, a young no, person. I, no, I'm talking about uh, um, the charter schools where they allow the kids to gravitate towards what interests them. Well, right? like, so charter, charter schools, schools are different, different things. Okay. Well, yeah. then this is a, a charter specific school is type just of a, charter school yeah. that I'm thinking of that I can't remember the name of but uh, i've read about this specific type of charter there's school. a school called a sudbury school which that's started the one. sudbury yes in thank massachusetts you. where they allow the children to gravitate towards what interests them naturally that's right and yeah. then the we'll call them teachers for lack of a better word but facilitators the, the, or the facilitators that are there then come to intervening oh you're interested in oh you picked up this guitar great well let's talk about this mm-hmm. guitar let's talk about history let's talk about how math applies yeah, let's sudbury, talk about that's how montessori does it montessori too. Sudbury, 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 sudbury Really interesting right. because uh, I actually met a couple of guys in this area who went to the original Sudbury School, I guess, in Massachusetts. Yeah. And um, they just, you know, they raved about the experience. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy. So I produced the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. 
Thank you. Keep in mind, if I understand the timeline correctly, that uh, her probation and her offense with fighting with her mother and the stealing all happened pre-COVID. Okay. And then COVID happened, right? And the government said, oh, schools shut down. Right. And so the schools did shut down. And then she had to attend this online version of her school. Mm-hmm. And within that process, she didn't complete a homework assignment. And so the judge was just like, okay, you're going to, to clink jail. with you. Yeah. So yep. first off, I would say fighting with your mother, and I presume this is a physical fight, probably like I, I just imagine in the front yard, not that that necessarily is true, but fighting with your mother has the that that like I don't know the family or anything, but has that crappy parent sound to it. Sure. OK. Um, you know, like I, I don't know how to address Sounds that. Trashy. If if your kid is hitting you today, mm-hmm. perhaps there was something going on previously. Yeah. And. The solution to your kid hitting you today is rarely calling the cops. No doubt. Sometimes, like, you know, if, if, if this is it, right? Like, this is the end of the relationship. They have hit you so hard or so often or whatever, yeah. then okay, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, sometimes a kid grows up and they're, you know, six foot eight and you're five two, right? You know, they're 300 pounds and you're 120. And if they hit you, well, it's devastating. I, you know, I could understand that situation. Speaking as somebody who's been on the other side of this, right? Like, so I've You've been, been a, in juvie. I, I have been in juvie, actually. I have too. Uh, I've been, uh, but, but I spent eight and a half years in prison. Right. And what I can tell you is, is as a guy who's, who was in prison and had no opportunity to get out, there were plenty of chuckleheads and jackholes uh, mm-hmm. who got out and got back and were put back in and got out and were put back in right. in the amount of time that I'm sitting there right. yep. wishing for one opportunity. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, you know, the, the criminal justice system, for all its foibles, and it has many, they are myriad is kind of intended to shake you hard enough that you listen for a minute. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work on everybody. No. But it does work on many. Mm -hmm. They will tell you that the recidivism rates are 85%. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is absolute and utter bovine male excrement. All right? Really? Okay. Absolute excrement. It is just not true. I don't know how they can come to this number. It is not an 85% recidivism rate. What is it? It's it's much lower, like different uh, na- by, you, by standard. Youthful, you define recidivism for our prison, audience? It's like thirty percent recidivism okay. rate. Okay, okay. Recidivism is going back to jail after you get out. Right, and okay. you know, Repeat like offended. I get it. Yeah. This this girl is going to be considered. You know, if she goes back at some point, it's going to be recidivism. There's there's all kinds of ways to to finger uh, to to pencil whip the numbers. Mm-hmm. The school's already profiting off of her being a special needs kid, right? Um, these kids make the schools significantly more money. The teachers, uh, unions, they, they get more high, more teachers and that sort of thing. So they've already canonized her as special needs. Mm. Said, you're special needs. Just because she's ADHD? Right. And then, as uh, special needs, she's, uh, you know, she's on a Zoom meeting, which I've got to say, mm-hmm. doing Zoom meetings all day long is... Sounds awful. Now, for my, boring. For my day job, I work with technology and i work with other people who are technologists Mm -hmm. right and there are times when we can't get a zoom meeting to go i can't i can't imagine or go right or people have technicalities all you know they're you know they can't they're 
service sucks or their cell it's phones screwing something. up. Something, something happens. Something's going on, right? So I, I can't imagine the, the Russians. I can't imagine trying to get a teacher or two and, you know, 10 to 30 kids all on a Zoom session without some sort of technologist to help guide everybody into how to do this kind of thing. You know, I don't care. Like, yeah, 15-year-olds would probably have a better technical aptitude than the teachers do. I don't do. know, man. But... A you lot know, of these I, kids I still, are pretty damn clueless. Like, I mean, that's the thing. You yeah. think it's got to be chaotic. You think that all oh, you know, young the story people, that yeah, good. you think that young people know what it, you know, what's going on when it comes to technology. Uh, uh-uh. uh. They know how to post to Instagram. Sure, they can run an app. Okay, fine. Right. They can install an app. Yeah. Filter a selfie. Driving home, Carice had to pull over soon after she turned onto the road leading away from the complex. She sat in the parking lot sobbing. It just doesn't make any sense. She said. She shook her head as tears dampened the disposable now, who is blue this face. Crying? Uh, I'm sorry. This the is mother. the mom. Yeah. Okay. This is the mom. Uh, she basically was crying. Every day I go to bed thinking and wake up thinking, how is this a better situation for her? So mom's not happy with the way this went, but I don't think we've gotten to this part of the story yet. We haven't. It's coming. It's but all, it's her fault it, it, to some extent. We'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It has always been just the two of them, Carice and Grace. Uh, told by doctors that she would be unable to have children, Carice, a consultant to a nonprofit organization, was shocked when she became pregnant at age 44. Wow. She had it's raised late. Grace on her own, and the girl's father did not want to be involved, she said. Mm. They did everything together, winter sports throughout Michigan, rounds of golf, blah, blah, blah. They even appeared in a pure Michigan tourism ad. Uh, when Grace hit her preteen years, however, their relationship became rocky. This is going to answer some of your questions right here. They argued about Grace keeping her room clean and doing schoolwork and regularly battled over her use of the phone, social media, and other technology. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty regular pretty for, for a teenager. Yes, this is pretty common. By the time Grace turned 13, the arguments had escalated to the point that Carice turned to the police to help several times when Grace Uh-oh. yelled at or pushed her. I mean, I've had the sort of the, you know, the typical experience as a kid where like the parents were away for a weekend and, Party. and we got a hold of beer. Yep. We were underage and we invited everybody we knew over to the house. And of course, why things got out of hand, mm-hmm. right? You know, somebody ended up doing donuts in the front yard and, you know, the neighbors, somebody called the cops, right? And um, oh, it was hilarious, too, because um, when the cops showed up, they were like, okay, everybody grab one of these. Referring to the cases of beer that we had, they were like, okay, everybody grab one and, you know, let's go out to the car. And so we did exactly what they said. We each grabbed one beer and cracked it and walked out to the car. <laughs> really? <laughs> Instead of grabbing the case of beer. Yeah. Because uh-huh. we were smart asses. Did they arrest you? No. They were just like, ha ha, funny guys. Okay, now grab a case of the beer. Uh-huh. Right. You know, so they... You know, so you had, to, you had to hike it out to their car and then they did, took it yeah. away. My problem is getting my kid out of the house, not into mm-hmm. it. Um, and I he wants to play video games all the time, right? Sure, he wants to do all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, today, I just, you know, he was snuck onto the computer when he wasn't supposed uh, to be. Uh, what was he doing? Was he well, playing Minecraft? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it's it's so it's always videos or Minecraft or something. Uh-huh. And the thing is, is or that watching people play Minecraft. This stuff is so insidious. I know what it's like when mm-hmm. you go online and to do some work. And he was he was going online to do some work, um, and then work on Minecraft. You get like caught up. Well, he has typing yeah. that is his responsibility to okay. get done. He has uh, he has so he has cho- that's part of his cho- daily chores. Is he get like sucked into the rabbit hole? Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. And so I'm not. Does he got like a typing tutor kind of thing? It's like just a, a class program? online. Yeah, program Mavis online. Beacon. Mavis he's Beacon. so much better than he, when he started. I mean, I mm-hmm. remember him sitting there in front of the computer weeping 
over his wow. typing. Like he just didn't want to do it. Mm. And, and now he's but, like nailing it. But now he's yeah. he's he's tap, tap, tap. he's probably as good as I am, which wow. is you know twenty five thirty words a minute. You know All I'm right. not great, but I can. I can type without looking at my fingers. He's not hunting, hunting and pecking anymore. Right, and so everything's so much better. Yeah, and he, that's how I type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, is that you know the internet it has little notifications, things come up. Yep, boop, distractions. You know, and because it's it's trying to draw you in. Well, I just like to call in once in a while and remind the listeners that you know these monkeys who put themselves in high places with fancy titles mm-hmm. are just other humans who really have no more right to uh to do anything than you or I do that that when they give out orders and tell us we have to do this or that or we have to stand on our head and quack like a duck, whatever it is, that they're just another person really who has no right to do that. I believe this is the key to liberty. Mm. That if you can get into your head that these people, no matter what costume they wear no matter what title they give themselves his excellency yeah Mm -hmm. so they're just uh, they're just other flesh and blood um you know idiots running around and and that's been shown i mean just just the concept what's really funny to me is that the concept of states and whatnot has really been exposed uh, with this coronavirus because it knows no boundaries it knows no borders um, you know, so one person says who dictates to, let's say, Georgia, you know, right next to Florida and Alabama and all that, um, they're all saying different things. I've been listening to some of these conversations you've had with these people, uh, these parents who have had problems with their children, you know, and they've called the police yeah. and, uh, and this and that and the other thing. Um, are are we so far out of line that we don't parent anymore? Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I think, think the thing is, is a lot of people don't get classes, and I I do sort of wonder. You know, what do you do if you've got a kid that is leaving the house and all the time, and you don't want them to? Well, I don't even know what to do in that circumstance. Tie them up. Well, what you do with it is you either parent or you don't parent. You don't call the police. You don't call the popo. Uh, you know, you, you, just, uh, you deal with it. You, you know, if yeah, the you kid get creative, doesn't right? Wanna, hey, if the kid doesn't want to cooperate with you and live under your roof and under your system, then the hell with them. Well, what do you what do you mean by that? Like, the hell with them. What do you mean? Uh-huh. When you say the hell with them, what do you mean? I mean. Either you parent your child or you don't. If you don't parent your child, then, you know, there's a problem with either the child or a problem with you. Well, you know something I just wanted to say? I lived in three German states, two states in the United States, and the District of Columbia. And and I've never, never, ever been treated disrespectfully by a policeman or ordered even to do something by a policeman. Uh, They've always been very kind. Well, your experience is not the experience of other people. I don't know what these other people are doing to the police. Well, you must be (laughs) just fellating them in public or something like that. I mean, they must really like you. Well, I mean... Because you haven't never uh, met a cop you didn't like. 
Well, uh, you know something? In my law school class in Germany, there was a boy who, who had been a guard. You know, he guarded the wall between East and West Germany. In other words, he was a, uh, a Grenzschützer, is what they call it in German, Grenzschützer. In any case, um, he was the, the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. He was a wonderful guy. I, 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 he, he, sure, I he as, as long as you job. didn't try to cross the wall. Well, I'm, I'm, you know something? What there would he have done to you then? He probably would have said, hey, what in the world are you doing here? Get, get away from here with that ladder. You're going to get shot or something mm, like yeah, that. You know, then he'll shoot problem. you. No, I, I think he would do everything he could to make sure that I didn't try to climb the wall. Yeah, he might try to tackle you first. And if you persist. Yeah, he might. He yeah. might. He might right. because, that's his, because if he doesn't do anything, the, the, yeah. the, the GDR is not going to be too happy. So, I mean, you do you just I mean? sit there and just wonder uh, why it is so many people are protesting the police? Can you just, like, not understand I- it? I really can't. You know, it's not like the average guy uh, who's, who's a police officer or woman or whomever gets to choose what they do. They they're they're sent out by the brass. There's or the, uh, the no. They know, the have sergeant. discretion. They have some discretion, yeah, sure, do. but they can't just do whatever they want to do. They have, you know, they're sent on the calls they're sent on. They're mm-hmm. sent to in the precincts they're sent to. They're, um, you know, that their their job is to either that day look for speeders or mm-hmm. you know walk this beat or do this thing. That's true. They are to some extent following orders, but in any given encounter, the police have discretion. In most cases, there are some exceptions, from what I understand, to certain felonies in progress where they don't uh, have discretion in those cases. But if they are called to a situation and they come upon that situation, they're like, yeah, this is stupid. They can just turn around and walk away. I'm glad that they have discretion. And they uh, many times my in my experience uh, working as a fireman, I've had a lot of good interactions with police. Mm -hmm. But well, they weren't investigating you. They weren't. um, But the times that they have, uh, you know, that I've been in contact with them have generally been good in my life. Honestly, Uh, there's 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 one glaring problem um, that I've had with them. But other than that, things have been pretty good. But what I would say is, is that I think it starts at the top. When it comes to the problems with police. We were going to get into an update on folks being abducted by federal agents on the streets of Portland. There actually is a video here. Now, obviously, we're on the radio, but uh, it's only about 14 seconds long here. Captain, you're able to to see this from your seat. You can see there's men piling in. They're wearing fatigues. They're piling into an unmarked gray van like on the mini streets. Van. Almost, I think that was a Florida license plate there uh, on that one. And they just uh, pull away. There's a man with a camera who's observing them do this, and they, uh, you know, skedaddle on out of there. Now I don't know if they have uh, a captive in there. Yeah, that's a Florida license plate. Yeah, it's certainly unmarked. Uh, uh, none of their fatigues had any sort of insignia, flags, anything like that, indicating right. that they were any sort they of do government look agency. Very military, though. I of course, did yes. hear that they do have police written on their, you know, like one of those sort of generic looking police. Uh, t- badges or whatever, but that's it. That's yeah. all they they have now. Apparently, they are customs and border officials as well as U.S. marshals. The man who we discussed the other day—three different agencies. Well, not necessarily in the same van, but uh, the, the man we discussed the other day was taken into custody by Customs and Border Patrol. Now, they had claimed that the reason they, they abducted him was because they wanted to talk to him. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.